Can you tell by my walk? Can you hear it in my talk? I'm barely cool. I'm barely cool. Can't you see it in my eyes? It should come as no surprise. I'm barely cool. Okay, welcome back to the Barely Cool Podcast with your hosts, Ben Routley and Judah, that's your cue. Judah? Oh, that's right. Judah's not here. Why is Judah not here? Uh, because he's a selfish little boy who went to get married um, without... <laughs> he went to get married and uh, and now he's off doing married stuff or whatever, you know? And I just realized that my input level is way down. So I'm going to turn it up and y'all will be able to hear me a little bit more as I go up a little higher. So I hope that uh, I hope that helps y'all hear me a little bit better. But yeah, no, no, back to the point. Judah, Judah went to get married. So for those of you, a lot of you who listen uh, know he got married. Perhaps you were on the Zoom call at his wedding. I was there in person because I'm special. But... You guys are also special, a little bit less special than me, but still special. So hopefully you guys saw it. But for those of you who, you know, weren't on the Zoom call, you're still special. Again, not quite as special as me, not quite as special as the Zoom people, but still special in your own uh, special way. But you, you guys might be excited to hear that Judah is now a married man, um, off doing married man stuff with his uh, wife. And uh, he's left me here this week to do a solo podcast. And I believe Judah's done a few of these. Um, he is a little bit uh, weirder than I am. So I suppose he'd be better at talking to himself for an hour, but I'm gonna talk to myself um, or to you guys. But right now it's myself because I'm alone in my room at my house, well at my parents' house. <laughs> um, but we don't have to dive too deep into that. But uh, yeah, we're just gonna we're gonna talk about a few things today. I uh, I got a few unpopular opinions that I've been thinking about the past couple days ever since Judah told me that uh, that he's gonna go off and do his married stuff. So uh, yeah, I'm gonna talk about those. It's usually more fun with Judah because uh, we can fight. But uh, I don't know, you guys like hearing us fight, but that's okay. I'm gonna talk about this stuff today. You guys can uh, send me a DM. Uh, when it comes out, which is tomorrow, because this is Wednesday. And uh, you guys can let me know what you think of some of these. So we'll talk about some of the popular opinions that I've been thinking about. I know Judah probably disagree with me on a lot of them, but he can. we can talk about them next week. But uh, yeah, we're going to talk about that. Maybe, maybe we'll uh, call up a few people. We're going to do a little ad read. And uh, yeah, we're just going to talk about uh, maybe the things that are going on in the world. Um... And yeah, we're just going to have a nice, chill time listening to Ben. And who knows? Maybe by the end of this, I'll have had a taste of the solo game. Maybe I'll like it. And then I'll just go do my own podcast. I'll become perhaps the next Bill Burr or the next Joe Rogan. Both uh, of which are funnier than me. But <laughs> maybe I'll get there someday. But anyways, let's, let's, uh, let's, let's find out what is going on in the world, which is exactly... Um, what I'm typing into my uh, my Google search bar right now, 
And uh, I want to see if I've heard about any of this kind of stuff right now. But you know what? We'll come back to that later. First, I want to go to some unpopular opinions uh, and just kind of talk through those. Now, perhaps, perhaps my favorite one. Oh, you know what? First, let me just crack this. Oh, that's nice. That's my little yerba. My little yerba mate. I'm a tired little boy. And, uh, I decided to get myself a little yerba, a little revel berry. Uh, yerba mate, uh, made by Giyaki, I believe. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce that name, but hey, whoever it is that makes this stuff, <laughs> sponsor us, please, because I drink your stuff nonstop and I would love uh, to get some free stuff and just to talk about you in a good way on this podcast. I already do, but I would like to get some free stuff out of it if I can. Um, but anyways, first of all, first thing I'm going to say, and I, I know, I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me on this. Um, I was looking through, I was thinking about some of popular opinions this week. I was looking through some websites and I found this one on a website that I absolutely agree with, but a lot of people are going to disagree with me, including Judah, but he's not here, so screw him. But tomatoes have zero taste, and they ruin sandwiches, which is... There's never been a truer statement in my eyes. Um, I can literally hear Judah yelling that I'm wrong in my ear right now. He's not here, though. I can hear it in my head, but tomatoes really are not good. They, uh, they're good when you add a bunch of sugar like uh like a, into a juice or perhaps a ketchup but when when they're by themselves sliced up and put onto a sandwich they ruin the sandwich they make it wet not in a good way they have zero taste and they are uh they they're perhaps the one topping at subway that i would never consider getting on my sandwich that and maybe pickles other than that if someone said to me, I, you got to try this sandwich with these things on it. First question I ask is, does it have tomatoes? Second question, does it have pickles? If the answer to that question is no, uh, both of those questions, I will, uh, I will, I'll try eating the sandwich. But ultimately, number one, tomatoes have zero taste and they ruin your sandwich. Um, second one, another one, uh, and this one, this is this now we're now we're kind of steering away from from food, uh, per se. On to perhaps something I feel very strongly about. Um, if you've listened to this podcast before, you'd know I feel very strongly about uh, about um, door close buttons not working on elevators. But this is something that I perhaps feel stronger about, um, and it goes it it goes with with uh, with my lack of of grammar in texting because I think texting you don't really need good grammar in texting because it's texting that's why but putting a period at the end of a text message adds aggression and you can't I dropped my freaking that you can't disagree with that with me uh, it, putting a period let me say it again putting a period at the end of a text message adds aggression it does who who is actually going to be texting somebody and they're going to take the time to, if you have an iPhone, right? Let me make sure I'm not. Yeah. They're going to take the time to text their message and then hit the one, two, three button and add a period when they could just hit send 
and send the same message. And by adding a period, in fact, send another message. And that is that they're mad. If somebody, if I tell somebody something and they answer with, okay, like an, okay, I'm like, okay, they're sick. But if they answer with an, okay, period, immediately, I think they're not actually okay with it. And that goes for a lot of other statements. You know? Why? I don't believe grammar should... I think I think your text message should be readable. But I don't think you need to have a period at the end of your text message. And I don't think you have to have great grammar in your text message either. I'll send text... I got a lot to unpack here. I... I find... Usually, uh, usually middle-aged mothers and just old people, older people in general, and by old, I mean, unfortunately, I mean about 50, um, which I know a lot of people would argue that's not very old, especially 50-year-olds, but I'm sorry. You're, you're older than me, so I consider you old. Um, I'm sure when I'm 50, I won't think it's old, but I don't care if you feel 26, you're old. Anyways, 50, these people have the tendency, and I'm not saying it's all of you, but this is what I've, what I've gathered. They have the tendency to add a dot, dot, dot all throughout their texts to function as a period or as a comma. Uh, but for some reason, they've elected to spend way more time adding three dots. And it's a little bit frustrating. Um... My mom does it a lot. She adds dot, dot, dot. Uh, and that's their grammar thing, which is not correct grammar. So if they don't have to use correct grammar, I don't have to use correct grammar. And that includes ending a text message with a period. I've, I never end text messages with a period. The, I don't even end emails with a period sometimes. The only time I'll end an email with a period is when I'm emailing someone I actually care. Like I actually, like if I'm emailing a professor, if I'm, if I'm emailing um, a sponsor. Then I'll, then I'll add periods because I want them to think I'm good. But if I'm just emailing a friend or emailing something to someone, I'm not going to add a period because it's just, I'm not writing an essay. So why add grammar? But yeah, I, I don't think, I don't think uh, you should have, I don't think grammar should be an incredibly important thing. If you're sending text messages that are unreadable, maybe add a bit of grammar, but I don't think we should be, uh, we should be um, proofreading every text we send. Um, that's what the little asterisk is for, to, to correct yourself after. But back to the original point, putting a period at the end of the text message does add aggression. And if you disagree with me, you're wrong. Um, I have more things to say about periods at the end of text messages, but I'm not going to because I've spent far too long on them. Now here, here's another one, man. Here's another one that I, that I absolutely disagree with, but I think Judah would agree with it. This, this is gonna be a divide, this one. But the show, Friends, and this is a, this is a pretty popular, a, unpopular opinion, but the show Friends is painfully unfunny and is the most overrated thing in the world. Uh, I absolutely disagree with that statement. I think Friends, I don't, I'm not trying to say Friends is an alpha dog show. Okay? It's not. Friends is not an alpha dog show. 
Oh, can, uh, I'm so sorry if you can hear my family out there. They're being loud, but I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell them to, to quiet down because it is, after all, their house. But uh, the show Friends is not an alpha dog um, show. It really is not. I, I I would rather watch The Office than a Friends episode. Um, a lot of people would call The Office overrated, but I don't think it is either. But Friends is a not a bad show. It's it might. It might be a little bit overhyped and a little bit overrated because a lot of people think it's like the best show ever. So if you're gonna say, if you're gonna say it's overrated, I'll give you that. It is a little bit overrated, but it's not bad, and it's not painfully unfunny. I think I think to Gen Zs it's painfully unfunny because it's not their type of humor. But to like my to someone who's like 40, Friends is the funniest thing in the world, and I think. I think that to someone like, you know, me, who's technically Gen Z, but I'm kind of feel like I'm more millennial. It's a pretty funny show. There's some stuff that's kind of not funny, but it's a pretty funny show. But uh, yeah, I, this is way, these kind of things are way more fun to talk about with Judah because it's nice to, to hear his thoughts, but I'm interested to hear your guys' thoughts on this one. This one I think is going to be a 50-50. Maybe if I'm feeling like it, I'll toss a poll up um, tomorrow and we'll see. And you guys can listen to the podcast and then vote on the poll. But I don't know. Go check my story right now as you're listening to this. Maybe I put a poll. Maybe I didn't. I don't know how I'm feeling. Um, whoa. Here's an interesting one. Man. Babies should be banned from movie theaters. Um, um, Let me think about that one for a second. Babies should be banned from movie theaters. I'm presuming it's because they cry a lot. But if you ban a baby from a movie theater, then you've just banned the mother as well. Because what's she gonna do? Leave her baby at home? No, I'm gonna have to disagree with this one. Um, uh, I don't think babies should be banned from movie theaters. If you have a small child, I don't know if you wanna go to a movie theater. Because the sound would, like, you're just asking the sound to scare your child. Maybe just wait till it's a bit older. But, I, and here's another thing. What qualifies as a baby? If I, if I have, like, a two-year-old who can walk and stuff, but still cries when they get upset, am I allowed to, to bring that in? Like, define baby for me. I, I get an eight, an eight week, I would never, if I got an eight week old newborn, I'm not bringing it into the movie theater. I can tell you that much. But if I got like a two year old, yeah, I'll take him to see Frozen. And who's gonna, you're, you're gonna try and stop me from doing that? You're banning, you're gonna ban the parents if you ban the babies. So I get it. I get you don't like babies crying, but here's my thing. Let's make a compromise. No, we should not ban babies from a movie theater. But if you have a baby, I don't have a baby, but if you have a baby and you've elected to go to the movie theater with said baby and your baby starts crying, leave the movie theater, I think is, is a fair point to make. Have the common courtesy to recognize that people are watching a movie. You've elected to bring this child who, depending on the age of this child, is very likely to be scared by the loud noises from a movie theater. And now this baby started crying, leave the theater. Don't try to console the baby in your seat 
while everyone listens to it cry. Leave the movie theater, go out in the middle thing, console a baby, come back in. I think I think we can all agree on that. I I can't imagine somebody coming into my DMs tomorrow and disagreeing with that, trying to tell me that we should ban babies from the movie theater. Because I I really don't think we should. Okay. Here's the ultimate thing. Again, wish I had Judy here to talk about this, but the guy had to go and get married. Orange juice with pulp is better than orange juice without pulp. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree on that one. I, I, think, I think Judy would tell me to grow up. And I think... I think of the same people who make fun of... If you're going to make fun of me for preferring orange juice without pulp, the, the people who make fun of people for that are the same people who make fun of people for not liking spicy food. Usually, it's usually white guys who, who for some reason enjoy spicy food and decide to attack people who don't like spicy food because I don't know why. It makes them feel sick because they like spicy food. If, if you like orange juice with pulp, all the power to you. But I prefer orange juice without pulp. But if you try to make fun of me with that, I don't know why you so need so are so in need of people recognizing that that literal. Here's the, here's my problem with pulp. Let me tell you what my problem with pulp is. Okay, I'm gonna tell you what my problem with pulp is. Pulp feels gross when it goes down your throat. Orange juice with pulp tastes better for some reason. When you first when it first touches your little lips, it tastes better. I'll give you that. However, when I swallow it and I feel some kind of thing going down my throat, I don't like it. It just, it, and then a piece of pulp gets stuck there sometimes and I don't, I can't get on board with that. So yeah, no, I'm going to have to stick to the orange juice without pulp is better. Um, but I mean, you can drink orange juice with pulp if you want. Just don't be a pretentious little guy and come and tell me I'm wrong. Anyways. That's a pretty good one. Wow, let's just keep rolling these because this is actually kind of fun. Talking about these by myself. Okay, let me get a little, a little sip of my yerba. Great job, yerba mate. Or gyakis. I feel like they're not going to sponsor me because I'm probably pronouncing this wrong. That's fine. I'm sorry, please. Send me a voice message. Tell me how to pronounce it. Let's find out how to pronounce it. Tell me how to pronounce it. Pronunciation. Let me hear this. Guyali. Guali? No way. Guyali. Gu Gu What? Guayali? Guayali. Guayali. Do that slower. Hang on. Guayali. Guayali. Guayali? Guayali. That's gotta be... That's no... There's no way. It's Guayali. Guayali? Guayali. I... I don't know. Guayali. Okay. Sure. Guayali? Gua, Guayali. Okay. 
Um, Gloyali, sponsor us, please. Okay. <laughs> okay. Moving on, right along. Um, I feel like I had a story to tell you guys as part of this podcast, and I can't remember what that story was. Oh, yes. That's what the story was. Okay. We'll come back to these. Uh, we'll come back to these. Uh, these the unpopular opinions in a minute. I tell the story, and I think me and Judah have talked about... Uh, we've had a lot of segments on stupid drivers in our lifetime on this podcast. We've talked about stupid drivers. We've talked about our 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 uh, run-ins with stupid drivers. But I'm going to talk about another run-in I had with a stupid driver. And it, it, I think of all the... I think there's people out there who are who are mean people and don't care about other people. And there, and there is, I expect them to cut me off in traffic. I expect them to do stupid things. I expect that from them. So it's fine in a sense. It's not fine that they're doing those things, but I expect them to do it. But the number one driver that annoys me, and it, I, it sucks that it annoys me because they're not horrible people for this. They're the people who, for example, stop at a stop sign, a four-way stop sign with you, and they get there before you, and then they stand there and they wave you forward, as like a as like a gesture of like, no, 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 you go first. You know, I'm being nice. I want you to go first. Those people are genuinely nice people at heart, but they need to learn how to drive because if you beat me to a stop sign, go first. Because I see that you beat me to a stop sign. And now I'm stopping at the stop sign and I'm not staring at you. I'm waiting for your car to go so I can go. And then you're sitting in your window going, <laughs> waving your hand forward going, please, please go in front of me. I'm a nice person. No, please just go so I can go right after you. You're, you're, by waving me forward, you're saving me at most five seconds. You're, conf you're, you're confusing me and you're confusing yourself. And if it's a four-way stop sign, you're confusing the people in the other stop signs. The other two, they don't see the interaction that we're having. So stop. But this is not the, this is not the specific situation that I had. The specific situation that I had is, let me paint a picture for you. I am, I am coming down a back road about to turn right now close your eyes and picture this with me. I'm about to turn right. I'm at a stop sign and I'm about to turn right onto a main road. So it's one stop sign. There's no other stop signs. It's one stop sign onto a main road. So like people, they have the right of way, this main road. I'm about to turn onto it. Right. And, and immediately after my right turn. So as soon as I make this right turn, there's a train track almost instantly after I make the right turn. So, so I don't want to make the right turn. So, sorry, when I make the right turn, I go onto a train track. So, this particular day, I'm coming down on this road, and I'm about to turn right. So, I stop at the stop sign, and I look over to my to my right, and I see a train about to come down the tracks. The little bars go, and the lights go, and they come down, right? And the thing goes down. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to make this turn. Because if I make this turn, I'm going to be in an awkward position where I'm like, trying to make a turn and trying to like stop at the right spot to not go onto this train track. So I'm just going to wait. Um, so I'm saying, okay, I'm going to let the cars that are currently coming down, go in front of me, stack up, and then I'll just wait for them to go up to the train leaves and I'll go. But this one lady, I bless her heart for trying to be a nice person comes 
down this main road and keep in mind has the right of way and stops before the stop sign and waves me in and this is a this is a two-lane road so we got other cars whipping down the other lane and she stopped in this lane holding me holding traffic up trying to wave me in and i'm sitting here going i don't want to come in here right now because then i'm going to be waiting for this train to leave in an awkward like half turn position so i'm saying please i'm waving her forward going and okay here's i'll give you i'll give you this if you want to stop if you want to be this woman and stop and be nice wave me forward go for it but when i say no and i wave you forward you give up on being nice and go forward because you now you have right of way not only do you have right away, you had right away from the start. Now you you have decided to do your nice gesture, but I have declined your nice gesture. So please go. But no, this this lady sits here and continues to wave me forward despite the fact that I am very clearly waving her forward, telling her to go. She's impeding traffic. There are cars flying past toward that, not flying past, but whipping past to get toward that track too, stacked up. So the other lane's stacked up. She's stopped traffic here. She wants me to right turn. I go. I'm sitting here going, no, please go. She continues. So I say, you know what? I'm just going to look away. Because I'm thinking, if I look away, she'll just get the hint and go. So I look away for like a solid 10 seconds. I'm thinking, she's going to go. I stop making eye contact. She's going to get the hint. And I kid you not, after 10 seconds of looking away, I look back and she's still impeding traffic, waving me in. I was at a complete loss, so I went in. I went in, and then I ended up exactly what I didn't want to happen. I ended up stuck waiting for this train to happen, impeding traffic in this like half-turn state. And then the train passed, and I kept going. So it wasn't awful, but doing your nice gesture is one thing when you have the right of way. Just just, ha just do it right away. You're not you're not doing anybody favors. But to, to deliberately first ignore my, my t telling you to go, to, to exercise your right of way, and then to go as so far as to stand there and see me not looking at you for 10 seconds and still to impede traffic and wait for me to go. If you are this person, bless your heart because you're a nice person, you're nicer than most people, but... For the love of all that is holy, just drive and exercise your right of way because I have no patience clearly for these type of things because yeah, you just gotta make sure that you're, you're doing that. So I hope that makes sense because, um, yeah, I, I had it with this lady by the end of this altercation. Nice, I'm sure a very nice person for doing this. Nice to a fault. But please, learn how to drive. Learn right of way. Because you are absolutely the person who at a four-way stop sign would wave me forward when you beat me there. And I just... You know what? While we're on it, four-way stop signs, I hate them. I wish human beings as a species were smart enough collectively 
There are people who are smart enough, but collectively, smart enough to comprehend roundabouts. Always. I know there are some areas that, comp that roundabouts work perfectly, but in my experience with roundabouts in Newmarket, a lot of them, people seem to have trouble learning what around, how, to, how to operate within a roundabout. It's not very hard. You yield to the traffic that's already in the circle, and you just drive around the circle until you find your exit. It's, it is astronomically more efficient when used properly than a four-way stop sign. It creates way less traffic and it's way better. But for some reason, every time they add one, human, people just get there and they see the circle and they see so much going on and they freak out and they can't handle it. But um, So then we have to get stuck with freaking four-way stop signs, which make no sense. And people still don't know how to use them. Even they get it, whoever gets there first. And if you get there at the same time, it's really easy. Whoever's going straight has the right of way. And if neither of you are going straight, whoever is going, taking the right turn has the right of way. Left turn always last. If you get there at the same time. But, it, but I, I just, I just, yeah, I, I would prefer if roundabouts were a thing because roundabouts are really easy to use, but nobody seems to be able to use them. And I, anyways, let's take a break from, from my, uh, my rants by myself and let's do a quick little ad read, ad read time. Um, so let's, uh, let's, let's go. So this, this, uh, this podcast is brought to you by manscaped okay uh manscaped the best thing in men's below the belt grooming um and i'm i'm gonna hit you guys with a little manscaped ad rachel can we cue the manscaped music um judah in post right now cue the the the, the music I'll give you a sec okay let me get into my ad read form <clears throat> Hey, fellas, we're in the thick of winter and the storm's a brewing. All right, it looks like one to three inches are in the forecast for when you trim that hibernation bush that's taking place in your pants. <laughs> Get it? We're talking about your pubic hair. All right, luckily, our partners at Manscaped specialize in products to make sure you're walking around town with beautiful little snow balls. Okay, Manscaped is here to provide you with the best tools for your grooming experience, offering precision engineered tools. Can everybody say it if you've heard it? For your family jewels. I was talking to my friend today at work, and and he was asking me about the lawnmower 3.0, the, uh, the the trademarked razor from Manscaped. He was saying, does it really not cut your balls? Because he says the biggest issue I have with razors that I have is I'm always nicking my balls, and I can't see what I'm doing, and that's why I nick my balls. He says he can't see he can't see what he's doing down there, and he nicks his balls. And I told him never have I nicked my balls, and you know why? Because of the lawnmower 3.0 trimmer. All right, it's the best hygiene tool for the modern man because of their ceramic blade and advanced skin safe technology, your snags on your snowballs will be reduced. By snowballs, we mean your balls. <clears throat> the trimmer is also waterproof, which is another thing I was talking about today. It's waterproof. So you, uh, you can use it in the shower or in the jacuzzi if you want to be a savage, if you want to be like that. Use it in the jacuzzi. Might get a little messy, but use it. 
Manscaped's performance package is the best buy of 2021, all right? The performance package comes with the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0, we were just talking about it, best razor on the market. It comes with the Weed Whacker, an ear and nose hair trimmer. When's the last time you looked at your ear and your nose hair? Probably not, probably a very long time ago, so get yourself one of those. All right, it comes with the performance boxer briefs, uh, perhaps the best boxes I've ever worn, and a travel bag called The Shed, and it's phenomenal. Like I said before, guys, have you ever noticed how nasty nose and ear hair is? Ever since I got uh, this this nose and ear hair trimmer, I have been very observant of people's nose and ear hair, and it doesn't seem to get trimmed very often. Did you know that 79% of partners polled admitted that long nose hair is a major turnoff? <laughs> you hear that, fellas? A major turnoff. Well, you might as well use the best tools to do the job. Guess what else this bundle comes with? It comes with the Crop Preserver, which is a ball deodorant, and a Crop Reviver, which is a ball toner for on-the-go spraying freshness, okay? The crop, the crop Preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant that will make your ball smell super sweet and nice and make you feel like your testes are walking in a winter wonderland. That sounds like a phenomenal situation. The Crop Reviver, like I said, is a spray-on toner for your balls. It's made with soothing aloe and ha witch hazel extracts. I always trip over that. And those soothing alloy and witch hazel extracts will make your balls look up to you and say, thanks, daddy. Maybe not the daddy, depends how weird you are. If you're me, they say thanks, daddy. So guys, don't get cold feet this winter, all right? Get 20% off plus free shipping with code BARELYCOOL, all caps, no spaces, at manscaped.com. All right, they also have a ton of other amazing men's hygiene products on their websites, from disposable mats for your pubes, all the way to foot deodorant. Everyone's got stinky feet, you probably need it. All right, guys, so once again, that's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using code BARELYCOOL. And I'll I'll say it again, because you probably weren't listening. Listen up this time. 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com when you use code BARELYCOOL. So go head on over to manscaped.com, use code BARELYCOOL, get yourself some grooming stuff, because you know you need it. And you know you've nicked your balls with the stuff you're using now. You know you can't see what's going on. So go get yourself a lawnmower through Pinot. You're never going to nick. You gotta hand me down a little LED light to let you know where you are. Thanks, Manscaped, for making our winter wieners look oh so good. <clears throat> Thanks for listening to, to my ad read, guys. And uh, thank you, Manscaped, for everything you've done for not only my balls, but this podcast. Um, you guys have truly been amazing sponsors. And I have had nothing but fun uh, reading your content out on this podcast. So guys, head on over to manscaped.com, buy some of their wonderful products, support this wonderful company, and support this podcast by using our code BARELYCOOL, 20% off, free shipping. Okay, where were we? If you guys are still here listening to me, I commend you, because I've talked about nothing but nonsense, unpopular opinions, and driving stories, and guess what? I'm gonna jump right back into one more unpopular opinion. Maybe one more, maybe two more. We don't know. Oh man, my recorder is almost out of battery. So maybe, just maybe, I'm going to come back and continue in a sec. So to me, this is gonna be a little break, but for you guys, it's gonna be but two seconds. So uh, one sec and I'll be back. And we're back. Um, that was probably one second for you guys, but uh, for me it was uh, actually only about 30 seconds But we're back. We're back with the Ben Routley solo uh, dolo bolo podcast Extravaganza. No, we overuse extravaganza. This is not going to be called an extravaganza. We use that too much 
Um, anyways, a little bit more on popular opinions because <laughs> that's all that's keeping me going from going insane here at this uh, this podcast. So we're gonna we're gonna continue with that. And uh, I got a- another one here, and it is cold weather is much better than warm weather. One hundred percent agree with that statement. And if you disagree, once again, I'm gonna say. There is no levels of truth here. You're wrong if you think warm weather is better than cold weather. And let me tell you why. Warm weather is great. I love warm weather. However, if you get too hot, it is very hard to cool down. Okay? If you're too hot, you you can put shorts on and stuff, but you can't get naked. And you got to go into an air-conditioned place or find shade. But even on really humid days, shade does just about nothing. If you're hot, there's nothing you can do to... There is, but there's not a whole lot you can do besides jumping in a pool to get colder fast. You have to just sit there and let yourself get colder. But if you're too cold on a cold day, you can go inside. You can go inside during a warm day too and have the air conditioning. But... But... You don't want to be inside on that day, but if you're cold, you go inside. Or you go outside, and you put clothes on. You wrap yourself in a blanket, and suddenly you're a warm little thing, and the cold can do nothing. So yes, being cold, or cold weather, a better way to say this would be, being cold is much better than being hot, or being warm, because it's much easier to solve. And who doesn't like curling up in a nice blankie? I do. I know I do. So, yes, cold weather is better than warm weather. Oh, here's one. Here's one that... Oh, here's one that... Uh, that I think the boys are going to agree with me on, but uh, I know my girlfriend would hate me for saying this. But playing video games with your friends should be considered, quote... Should be considered, quote, plans. As I, see, I think, I think pre-quarantine... I wouldn't have agreed with this. I, I I love playing video games with my friends as much as the next guy, but we could just go out and do things and be social. But now, with everything closed, with with you know social distancing encouraged and and you know kind of just not being with people who aren't in your immediate social circle, being encouraged. There's very little things that I can do with my friends. I can't really get together with them. So, how do I connect with my friends? How do I stay connected to people who live far away? Uh, video games. We go on, we hop in a little party, or we hop in a Discord chat, we talk to each other, and we play video games. Um, and you could say, well, Ben, why don't you just phone your friends and talk to them? And I'm gonna be real, something about that's boring. Maybe it's, uh, maybe it's, um, it's just me, maybe it's a guy thing, I don't know, but I don't like just phoning my friends and talking to them. Um, so we kind of have to have something to do while we're talking. So, we play video games. So I absolutely think that in light of this, um, saying, hey, I got plans tonight to play video games with my friends should be considered legitimate plans. Um, I think it can get a little excessive if you're playing all the time. But uh, if you're coming home from work, you just want to sit down and play a couple games with the, with the boys or the girls, feel free to. Because I think it should be considered plans. Um, but, I mean, there are generally two schools of thought there. Um, but yeah, I do think video games with your friends should be considered plans. 
Whoa. Oh, man. Making the bed is a pointless chore and a waste of time. Wrong. Okay, let me tell you something. Especially, this is another quarantine thing. This is what quarantine's gotten me into. <coughs> I'm so sorry. Here's what quarantine's gotten me into. I spend a lot of time in my room. Whether I'm sitting on Zoom in class or I'm playing video games or I'm, you know, I'm just sitting in my room. Watching a movie, eating. I eat in my room. I do everything in my room right now. These four walls are getting a little bit boring. Let me tell you something. When I'm sitting in my room, I'm in a much better mood. And I don't know how I can explain this. I'm in a much better mood when my bed is made. Because my bed is the main visual attraction, I should say. Main visual object in my room. It takes up a majority of the space. Not a majority. But it takes up a pretty large amount of space. And it's, when you walk in, it's the main focal point of your room. And when I look at my bed and I see it's made, like right now, for example, it's not made. And you can tell I'm very obviously stressed. If you could see my hand, it's shaking right now because I'm stressed out because my bed is not made. I'm not going to get up and make it. But if my bed was made right now, perhaps I wouldn't be going crazy. Making your bed, making my bed makes me feel better. And it should you too. It should, it's like, it's like. It's like when, when you were a kid and you would rearrange your room at like 2 a.m. And suddenly you feel like a new person because your room is rearranged. You feel great. It's clean. Yes, I think I think to make the argument that we shouldn't make our beds, that it's pointless and a waste of time, is just going to lead to people not making their beds. So make your bed. Because if someone walks in your room, the first thing they're looking at, almost unless you've got something like neon or some kind of crazy colorful thing hanging from the wall or something. The first thing someone's looking at when they walk in your room is your bed. Cause it's just, it's just the biggest thing in the room. It's going to draw your eye, their eye. Again, I could go deeper than this. Unless you got some, you got like a cardboard cutout of Danny DeVito in your room. My eyes might go to the Danny DeVito first cause he's a lovely looking man, but if you don't have a cardboard cutout of Danny DeVito, odds are the first thing I'm looking at is your bed. I'm not gonna stop. I'm not gonna spend a long time staring at your bed. I'm not gonna sit there and go, oh, look at this person's bed. But I'm probably gonna take a quick glance at the bed. If it's made, I'm gonna go sick. If it's not made, I'm gonna stare at it and go, why isn't it made? Does that not stress you out? So yeah, that's my view on that. Um, yeah, I, I'm gonna have to go with that. Okay, last unpopular opinion. This is for the college and university boys. College shouldn't force you to take classes irrelevant to your career path. Hmm. Yet another thing, I need, a, I need a firm definition of irrelevant to your career path. Because who's making, who's making the irrelevant call? Are you? Are you saying, Look, uh, by the description and title of this class, it sounds like this class is 100% irrelevant to my career path. Yeah, no, that's, that's a tricky one because here's my thing. If you take, let's say you're taking, let's say you're, let's say you're taking, uh, let's say you're taking, holy, I'm forgetting every program that exists. Let's say you're taking business administration. Um, there are so many different career paths that you could do with a BA degree. You know, there are so many. So who is making the call? It's like, yeah, you may want to be like, you know, a business 
consultant, but there might be a, another guy who wants to be a, you know, an accountant or something. And, and like, you're like, oh yeah, I want to, I want to consult, but I'm not going to actually work in like, I'm not going to do accounting. I'm not going to work directly with the money. So I shouldn't have to take an accounting class as part of this program. And then you got Jimmy who wants to take accounting because there's so many people in that degree who might be going into accounting. This is kind of a poopy example, but you get the point. I don't think, I don't think we should be the ones picking what's irrelevant to your career path. Cause there might be someone else in the program who wants that as part of their career path. And I guess you could just let them pick it as an elective, but I don't know. I think it's easier just to form it into a, into one combined degree. For example, let me, I, I, uh, I took kinesiology at York. I didn't finish, but I'm probably gonna go back and finish, but I didn't finish, but there was, there was a class in my kinesiology degree, there was a math class that we had to take. Calculus, pre-calculus. And I remember a lot of people saying, what the heck are you gonna need pre-calculus for in kinesiology? But the, 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 it dawned on me. I used to think the same thing. It dawned on me that kinesiology is, is a Bachelor of Science degree. A lot of which people go on to use math in. When you have a Bachelor of Science degree, whether you go, you know, do a master's program or something else with it, you're gonna need math, so I get why they make us take it, because they want us to take it. So yeah, I don't know. I think I think colleges should should uh, within fair reason make you take the classes that may be irrelevant to your career path as part of your degree, because it's just gonna give you a rise of knowledge. Because if you're in first year, you may think you want to be something, but by fourth year, you're deciding, no, I don't want to be that, and you're gonna wish you took that other class in first year. So yeah, no, I think uh, I think college classes to within reason. If I'm in if I'm in uh, philosophy, no, that's a terrible example. If I'm in film, if I'm in a film degree, and a college wants me to take first year chemistry, then then it's like okay, why are you making me take chemistry? I get that. But if you're in like business administration and they want you to take like accounting or something, take it because you might need it. Anyways, that's the end of my. Uh, unpopular opinions segment which ha has been less of a segment and more of this entire podcast well i guess i spent a little bit of time trying to pronounce this year mate title let's try it again hang on guayali guayali okay guayali that, that doesn't seem right it's spelled g-u-a-y-a-k-i yeah man i'm this is sounding this is the more and more i do this it's sounding very a very western e of me to assume that that i should be pronouncing this thing in an american way north american way but guayali 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 i just don't i just don't understand how that k turns into like a lee sound guaya because guaya that makes sense but should, should it not be Guayaki? There isn't. Guayali. The K somehow gets an L in that sounding noise. Interesting. Guayali. Guaya, Guayali. Or even Guayaki. But it's Guayali. Let's try it again. Guayali. Guayali. Okay. Guayali. Please. Um, please. Sponsor this podcast, even though I may still 
be pronouncing your name wrong. Okay. Um. Oh yeah. I forgot this happened. Whoa, I'm getting a call. Whoa, that is from my job, so I'm not going to answer it. Oh, we just have to wait for it. Okay, I'm sorry, I gotta decline it. I'm sorry, I gotta decline it, you guys. I was gonna wait for it to, to ring, but that's just getting too annoying. This is something that I did hear about this week. Um, for those of you who live in this area that I live in, you would know that uh, a few years ago, I believe it was, uh, a man rented a rental van and in Toronto drove up on the sidewalk and just ran down people. Yeah, 2018, a few years ago. Um, and he just drove on at people on some kind of like a murderous rampage and it was awful a lot of people got hurt a lot of people died it was horrible but uh this guy just got convicted of 10 counts of first degree murder 16 counts of attempted murder okay so he will be locked up forever so i just got a little bit deeper there than i have been this entire podcast but i i thought that was willing and i thought we could mention that i i think that's very good that he has been convicted of that um very good. Anyways, let's move out of that. Did we get a voicemail from National? Yes, we did. I will listen to it after. Thank you very much. <clears throat> Where were we? Okay, we need something else to talk about on this podcast. What time are we at? Okay, 33 plus 14. Please excuse my bad math while I grab a calculator. 47 minutes in to my solo podcast. Yeah, I don't want to I don't want the last thing I talk about to be that guy who ran people over. That's just sad and horrible. Um how about that uh, airplane food? Huh? <laughs> I'm driving myself insane here. This isn't, I've been talking to myself for 47 minutes. My family must think I'm insane sitting in here just shouting. I suppose I shout just as loud when June is here though. So they, they already think I'm insane. And I gotta pee. Well, I hope you guys have enjoyed this uh, solo podcast with Benny Routley, Benjamin Friend Routley, Benjamin Shroutley. Oh. Wow. This Yerba Mate is going to kick in soon and my heart rate's going to spike. Okay. <clears throat> well. I might as well just wrap her up here because uh, I feel as though maybe I had, I had, I gotta go back to the beginning of this podcast because I know I had something else to talk about. Oh, I was gonna phone people up. You know what? Let's FaceTime Will. 
We're gonna talk to Will McConnell, one of our um, famous guys to end this out. Hey, Will, you're on the Barely Cool podcast. I'm doing a solo one because Judah is selfish and got married and I've got, I've got minutes left here. I wanted to say hi. What's up, man? How you doing? How you doing, man? You're tired. You're tired. Did I wake you up from a nap? Yeah. No way. I will get from a nap. Oh, I'm yeah, so sorry. See, look, I'm playing. I was playing some Overwatch. And then you fell asleep. I fell asleep on the couch. Dang, man. Okay, well, I'm I'm so sorry that I've woken you up from this nap to bring you onto this podcast. But yeah, I I've been talking to myself on this podcast for 47 minutes, and it's, I couldn't talk to myself any longer. So I need. Needed... What have we been talking about? I did some unpopular opinions. Uh, I, t- I talked about I talked about uh, about that guy who who ran all of the people over in Toronto a few years ago. He got uh, yeah he got convicted of first degree murder. So good news, but still messed up, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I was I've been drinking some yerba mate, and I've been trying to pronounce the name of this company, and I still don't. Say, look at the spelling of that company, right? What do you think that what do you think that should be pronounced as? Yeah, right? Listen to what Google thinks it is. Guayali. Guayali. There's a K in it. And it's Guayali. Wait, where like what drink like wait? It's from it's it's from somewhere. South South America. Maybe maybe the K is maybe the K is silent. The K But that still doesn't make sense. It ends with an E or an I. So where would we get the L noise from? Yeah, I don't know. It's a very Amer- it's a very North American thing for me to say, but it makes no sense. But anyways, uh, thanks for coming on the Barely Cool Podcast, Will. I just wanted to phone you up for a second, say hi. Is there anything you wanted to say or plug for our viewers? Buy the Barely Cool merch when we have some available. Actually, we have hats that we haven't even really marketed it at all because they suck. Beanies? Yeah. Big they some big beanies, man. That's what I'm saying. But uh, what you gonna do, right? Uh, buy up some Barely Cool beanies. Respect. Respect. Go to Manscaped to get some Manscaped stuff. Use our code. Yeah. But anyways, well, thanks for coming on to Ben's okay. solo podcast. And you have a great night too, you know? Enjoy, enjoy your night. Okay. Love you, man. See you later. Okay. That was Will McConnell, my cousin and an avid listener of the Barely Cool podcast. Um, just, you know, I wanted to get a little guy on here to, to hand this out. So thanks, Will, for coming on if you're listening to this. Anyways, that's going to about bring us to the end here. You know? I'm not going to lie. I liked getting a little taste of the solo game here. And don't, don't tell Judah. But maybe, maybe, just maybe, it's time for me to go solo. I'm kidding, in fact. I don't like the solo game, it's kind of boring. You have to be really, 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 really good at talking to yourself, and you have to be really, really, really funny. Which, I don't think I've really reached the Bill Burr, Joe Rogan level funny yet. But maybe one day. <laughs> Okay. Anyways, thanks for listening to the Barely Cool Podcast, guys. Uh, we really appreciate you listening. Um, thank you for listening to this entire thing. Please DM me how you feel about those um, 
Unpopular opinions, you can DM me about all of them. You can DM me about one. Uh, maybe I'll post a poll tomorrow. We'll see. I haven't decided. Um, but thank you guys for listening to the Radical really cool Podcast. And uh, usually would say we love you, but I love you. And Judah, I'm sure, loves you too, even though he's uh, selfish and doesn't want to be on the podcast. But we love you. And, uh, and thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. I've been barely cold for a while Going away from a smile But I'm cooler than new Cooler than you are Old star without violence I've been started This is really hard for me Well, I'll stop myself If nobody else wants